Welcome back. I'm Carolyn Stain, and you are listening to Classic Lunch, proudly brought to you by First for Women Insurance. Now, every day during the month of August, I've been chatting to some truly dynamic women on the show because, of course, it's Women's Month here in South Africa. And today's guest is someone in the diplomatic corps, a really dynamic young woman who took up the post of cultural attache at the French embassy here in South Africa in October last year. Her name is Céline Daver, and I've got her on the line right now. Bonjour, Céline. Ça va? Bonjour. Merci beaucoup. I'm glad to be here. Bienvenue à mon émission sur la radio. Merci beaucoup. Je suis enchantée. Now, Cel- Céline, I want to talk a bit about your childhood. I know you were born in Istanbul to a French mum and a Turkish dad. What was it yeah. like growing up in Turkey as a young woman? Because let's let's well, let's give your well, age. I think you're around about 28, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I spent most of my life there, actually. So... Um, Yeah, actually, I had a fantastic time growing up uh, in Istanbul. It's a a huge city, so it can be intimidating at times. Um, But it's also a mix of uh, European and Oriental influences, so um, a real cosmopolitan city. And I think, you know, I think this had a huge uh, impact on me as a young woman and on my interest for other cultures as well. So, yeah. You decided to go into the political world and study political science and then economic law. And they're both perceived yeah. to be very male-dominated. Is it male-dominated? And were there stumbling blocks in getting to where you want to go as a woman in your chosen career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, um, I decided to, to study those two fields, uh, I think, for many reasons. But first of all, the challenge, as you say, uh, it can be quite uh, male-dominated, especially uh, the economic law field. But I was very willing to understand better the world uh, I lived in and all the interactions between public and private institutions, how those interactions can shape our lives. So it really, I had a strong motivation to to pursue um, my studies in those two fields. And it can be tough at times, specifically in law firms, because uh, even though you don't have like a real clear discrimination, I sometimes felt that as a woman, I wasn't expected to, uh, you know, talk at certain times or express my opinion other times. And actually, you know, this uh, this helped me. I mean, this shaped me as a woman and and showed me that in fact it was very important to speak up <laughs> when I had to, uh, whenever I had to. So I say, yeah, it, it was challenging at times, but um, but uh, those experiences were actually quite influential and helped me, helped me to, to be where I am now. And you took the bar exam, I know, in 2016. And I find this amazing. You, you've worked with Emmanuel Macron. You, you volunteered for his political movement en marche. And you were very involved in his presidential campaign. And that must yeah. have been such an incredible experience and an incredible achievement, especially when Emmanuel Macron, of course, won that election back in 2017. Uh-huh. Tell us a bit about that experience. Yeah, of course. Um, well, it was certainly a quite uh, extraordinary experience. Uh, everything happened a little bit by coincidence, I would say. Um, as you mentioned, I was uh, I was preparing for for my bar exam at the time, and I never had uh, any political commitments prior to, to the campaign. So it really happened a little bit by chance. He, he launched his movement en marche uh, right at the same time uh, that uh, you know I had some spare time to you know <laughs> actually engage in, in other things than my studies and. Um, was a very new movement. So at the very beginning, we were just a group, a little group of, uh, well, fairly young people, 
around 20, 20 years old, 25 years old, around that age. And it got much bigger than what we had thought at first because at the very beginning, Emmanuel Macron wasn't a candidate. And six months after the, the launch of the movement, he, he started to run for, for uh, the presidential election. So uh, it became a much uh, bigger and different adventure. So I was asked to... Um, uh, managed the volunteers uh, of the headquarters, and uh, and actually I became a staff member then. And it was a, an extraordinary experience because of all the people I got to, to meet, uh, people of all ages, of all backgrounds, and yeah, I found it was a very enriching enriching experience. So of course, when we won the election, I was uh, <laughs> over the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and working as press officer at the official residence of the French president at the Elysee Palace, uh, where you focused yeah. on international affairs, mainly in the Middle East and on the African continent, is that what eventually brought you out here to South Africa? Well, actually, it's uh, quite the reason why I came to South Africa. So it's quite on point. Uh, I yeah, I worked for about two years at the Elysee Palace. And uh, I really, I think very soon after I, I arrived, uh, I started to to work on uh, international relations, specifically international affairs, and mostly on, Afri- on the African continent and Middle East. I think that Emmanuel Macron uh, has a very, um, I mean, he has a vision when it comes to international relations in general. And he lived, actually, it's not very well known, but he lived six months in, in Nigeria when he was younger for an internship. Yeah, he he has this uh, willingness to have a stronger relationship with Anglophone countries on the African continent. And South Africa in many ways is a strategic partner in that sense. So that's also why I started to get interested in, in South Africa at the time. And he also puts culture at the center of our diplomacy because culture and the arts are so important, I think, to, to bring people together. But, you know, culture also helps changing our, our representations about ourselves about the others. So in many ways, my, my choice to come to South Africa is directly related to my past experience at the Elysee Palace. And how have you found South Africa in the time that you've been here as the French cultural attaché? So it's quite peculiar, actually, uh, for now, because I've spent half of my time here in lockdown. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a very strange time. But luckily, I've been very warmly welcomed by my team, uh, I, all the cultural partners here, and I have a beautiful relationship with many of them. So uh, I think that helped me a lot to also get a better understanding of the of the country. It's a country of contrast and a fascinating one, I must say. And well, hopefully uh, with uh, with level two now, I will be able to to travel a little more about uh, I mean around the country. I've been a few times to, to Cape Town already. I'm between Pretoria and Johannesburg on a, on a daily basis. And, well, I would like to discover further. So I'm, I'm quite grateful to be here. Well, I'm very grateful to have met you because because of meeting you, I'm now on the board of IFAS, the French Institute of South yeah. Africa. Tell us a bit more of the work that the French Institute of South Africa does. Well, first of all, I'm very grateful to have you on the board of the, of the French Institute. And what I, well, the few words I can say about what we do um, so as a French cultural attaché, I'm based at the French Institute. We have our offices in, in Brantfontein. Um, and our, our goal is uh, to create relationships, to create long-standing relationships with South African partners in three fields, because I'm responsible for the cultural department, but we also have a film and media department and a research department. So in all those fields, we work on creating projects between South Africa and France. And we do this in culture in many ways. So, for instance, we 
We cover for res- for residencies of South African artists in France. We have a program uh, with Cité uh, des Arts, which is a, an artistic residency in Paris. And each year, in normal circumstances, we, we send artists there. But we also have French artists or art- artists from Francophone Africa coming to South Africa to perform and showcase their work. So, yeah, we're, I mean, I think a few key words are partnerships, of course, uh, relationships between South Africa and France. And, yeah, anything we do, we like it to be long-standing and we like to, to, to create a, a deep relationship between artists and partners. Well, we look so forward to spending time in person with the, the artists yes. that you bring out. So so hopefully that will happen soon. Selene, I want to talk a bit about, you know, August being Women's Month here in South Africa. And you've obviously become aware of the massive gender-based violence crisis that we face yes. in our country. From your own personal perspective, how do you think we can try to solve it? It's a very difficult question as um, you know as I'm, I'm someone I'm looking at this from an outside um, perspective and I, I do think that gender-based violence is, well, is such a global issue because that's an issue you're facing in South Africa obviously but in many many countries around the world I think uh, it's, a, it's a very contemporary topic unfortunately and I mean I think you know on my side I, I see education as something really key in this because uh, that's how we're going to help raise awareness around gender-based violence. It's important to talk about it and to talk about it at a very early age um, because that's where that's when our vision of the world is shaped. Uh, so I really see the, um, you know, schools and, and teachers uh, playing an important part in this. And I think anywhere around the world, basically, now, not, on, not only in South Africa, of course, and in France, it's also very valid, in fact. Yeah. You're an inspiration to many um, young women. And I think women listening right now who might want to go into politics or into the diplomatic corps, um, you are an inspiration. I want to know who is the fearless woman that inspires um, Mademoiselle Selene Daver? <laughs> well, thank you very much for that question. Um, actually, I think, you know, we all, I mean, as a woman, I have been inspired by many, many women around me, but I think one very inspiring figure and I'm talking about her because she actually she actually died a few weeks ago. She's a French she was a French and French Tunisian lawyer, uh, and she was 93. Uh, her name is Giselle Ali. And during her life, she you know she fought for women's rights in France. So she's very famous because she has been defending uh, uh, a lot of uh, very mediated cases. So she defended a young woman that aborted with the help of her mother in the 70s in France. Uh, she also, you know, was the lawyer of, uh, of two women that had been raped uh, while on holiday, also in France. And I'm talking specifically about those two cases because at the time uh, they received huge media attention. And, and I think those cases really opened the way for, for a legal system that was more protective towards women. So um, I think this lady, because uh, of her strength and, and, and the way she uh, she always spoke up and she always defended women. Uh, yeah, in many ways, she's a, she's a big, big inspiration to me. And Selene, as you know, Classic 1027 is a music radio station and you've selected a piece of music for us to listen to called Paradis yes. Perdu. Tell us why you chose it. So I chose this specific song uh, by Christine and the Queens, uh, who is a French singer. So it's a, actually it's quite a, it's a sad song, but I think it can be really cathartic at some, some stages in life. And I, 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 listen to it, uh, uh, I listen to it a lot at some, sometimes in my life, but I specifically chose it because uh, 
Christine has a very strong personality. Uh, she's a huge star in France. Um, and she does a lot to raise awareness around gender issues in France. Well, let's take a listen to Paradis Perdu, sung by Christine and the Queens. That was Christine and the Queens with Paradis Perdu. And that was the choice of my very, very special guest on the show today, the French cultural attaché to South Africa, uh, Céline Davert. Tell me, Céline, what advice would you give young women wanting to go into the diplomatic corps that perhaps you wish you had been given when you were younger? So um, I think I would advise them not to think about gender as a limit uh, and never doubt on their capacity because of that. Like, I don't think that you know, being a woman should limit you in any way. And I actually had the chance to be, to be raised with that in mind. So I really, uh, yeah, I would tell young women, I, I've, I've heard it a lot and that helped me throughout my, my, my career and my studies. But I think, yeah, being a woman doesn't change a thing. Everything is possible. So that's what I would say to them. One piece of advice for the women of South Africa and women in general, what would that be? Look, I think it would be to be really fearless and and never stop yourself from doing something because of the fear to be judged. Because many, many times, I mean, we hear a lot of, of things about how women should act, how they should be, what choices they should make. Um, and I think, you know, this is not worth listening to because uh, in the end we're all, I mean, we have to make our own choices and, and be free of doing so. So I think, yeah, we shouldn't listen to other people judging women. And it's, it's just uh, up to us in the end. So I think any woman can, uh, uh, should basically uh, yeah, be free of choosing what they want to choose and, and do whatever they want. Oh. Celine, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. It's been lovely catching up and learning a bit more about you. And I hope we get to the theatre again, to watch the orchestra at the yeah. Linda Auditorium and um, have a lovely dinner again soon. I, it will be lovely, yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I hope that we'll be able to catch up soon in person. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mademoiselle Céline Daver, the French cultural attaché to South Africa.